because men who communicate assertively get their answers. Men who communicate passively because they're terrified of losing her and her walking away, they don't get answers. They don't get answers because they're not assertive in their communication, meaning they're not direct, they're not confident. They, they say things like, oh, okay, well, let me know when it's a good time. If she doesn't want to have this conversation, she's not going to let you know. <laughs> like, you know, that's never going to happen. She will never let you know if she's the one shutting down this conversation. So how can you change your wording to get the answers you need to get? Welcome to What I Love About Sex, where some incredible guests and I, Steph Kanowski, will be bringing you the tools for improving your sex life with topics such as sex issues with your partner, sexual self-confidence, premature ejaculation, sexual shame, masturbation, sharing your fetishes, orgasmic pleasure, and more. Sex is still so taboo, and I personally believe that by improving our understanding and communication skills around sex, we can enhance our own self-pleasure as well as deepening our long-term romantic relationships. So listen in, try to stay open-minded, and let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode on the What I Love About Sex podcast. Today's episode is about you having a female partner who is constantly shutting down the important conversations you're trying to have. Maybe you're trying to initiate a conversation around the lack of sex in your relationship. Maybe you're trying to start a conversation around how you can be just more intimate as a couple or how you can start doing more things together or maybe make changes in the way you're parenting together. And especially, I mean, obviously the, the one that I get most in terms of guys telling me their experiences is the sex conversation of, you know, I want to talk to her about us hardly having any sex, but every time I bring it up, she makes me feel needy and guilty or she just avoids it. She rolls her eyes and then I just stop bringing it up because I don't want to feel that rejection anymore. It sucks. And I get it. I get that that sucks. Uh, It's a shitty feeling, right? But no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. That's one of my favorite quotes. And I believe it's by Eleanor Roosevelt. No one can make you feel inferior without your consent. So when you are in the situation of feeling as though you're constantly being sexually rejected, you cannot look at that as you being a partner that does not deserve sex. And that's how so many guys take it. And therefore, they stop standing up for themselves and they stop asking or initiating these types of conversations where they're standing up for their needs because they feel a lack of worthiness and they put all of their worthiness into their wife or their female partner in, in relation to sex. Kind of like if she, has, if she has sex with me or she initiates sex with me, it means I'm sexually worthy. It means I'm sexually attractive. If she never wants me, it means I'm not. Something must be wrong with me and therefore I'm going to stop asking for it because I hate to feel like something's wrong with me sexually. So I want you to get out of the headspace of feeling as though you're not worthy or you're just this sexual rejection is hurting you so much to the point where you're like, it's too painful to even bring up because this is not about you. This is about her or this is about your relationship together. It is not something you take personally. 
because every one of you listening to this episode right now has sexual attraction in you. Okay. None of you are lacking it. 100%. You're not, there's just some things in the way. And when it comes to initiating a conversation with a partner, who's constantly shutting this topic down, it's kind of like, all right, well, how am I supposed to fix it when there's no way in, right? Like there's no way to make a team effort because one of my teammates is closed off. So what do I do? You have to think about how you're approaching it and you have to change your approach. Because if you keep doing the same things and you keep approaching or initiating the same way, you will keep getting the same type of response again and again and again. And you have, and that's why most of you just don't even bring up the conversation anymore because you don't want that response. You know what's going to happen. You know it. You just know what she's going to say and you don't want to deal with it. But what if you looked at the power you have in terms of, all right, the reason why I know what she's going to say is because I know I'm going to approach this conversation the same exact way I have been. So part of this is on me. And part of it is on you because once again, you're a team. It's not up to one of you to make sex changes in your relationship. It's up to both of you. But it is up to you if you are the dissatisfied partner to take a stand for yourself and think in terms of, all right, I'm not going to focus on pleasing her, making her most happy and comfortable in this conversation. I'm going to focus on what's best for me as a man and what's best for this relationship as a whole. And when I take that focus and initiate coming from that place, what is best for me as a man and what is best for this relationship as a whole, you're going to go in more assertively. You might even go in with some type of ultimatum if it's gotten to that point. But you're not going to beat around the bush and have these passive conversations about sex every six months when you're getting it three times a year. If you're not okay with that, you have to stand up for yourself. You have to find a way to talk to her and find a middle ground between the two of you that you can work with. And if you can't work with it and she is just completely shut off, does not ever want to let you in to have any type of conversation or give you any response to the answers you need, then you have to really ask yourself, why am I in this relationship and how long can I last being in this exact situation as it is? How long am I willing to sit here and allow myself to be in this relationship? And listen how I worded that. I said, allow myself. I didn't say, how long are you going to allow her to do this? Because this isn't about being a controlling partner. This is about setting boundaries around your sex life, around your sex communication, and around speaking your needs. And that comes from a place of self-value. It comes from a place of going in with the intention of, I'm going to do what's best for us, not not necessarily what pleases her or doesn't rock the boat. Because I've already tried that, that path. I tried to go along the lines of, all right, I just want to make sure I don't rock the boat too much. And I'm just going to say a little bit, put this out there. And if she shuts it down, I'm going to shut up and run away. Like that doesn't get you anywhere. It really doesn't. So many guys come to me because that's what they do. They have this fear of, right, well, if I say that, she might leave. Like really, if you express yourself directly and explain what your needs are and ask her what she thinks about that, she's going to leave you. If that's true, why are you in a relationship like that? Why are you with a partner like that who doesn't even want to open her ears to your needs? 
or even try to understand you, or even try to find a middle ground between the two of you. This isn't about just bending over to please you. It's about hearing you out as her partner and being willing to step out of comfort into some discomfort so she's not fully where she wants to be. And you may not be able to fully get your way, but you guys are meeting each other in the middle somewhere to show that, hey, we are a team. Hey, all right, I understand you. I hear you. Yeah, I hear you too. All right, what can we do here? Where maybe we're not 100% satisfied with the plan we come up with, but at least it shows we're aiming towards the middle. We're showing we can make something work. Okay? And you can't be afraid to initiate a constructive conversation like that. You can't fear your partner. You can't be afraid of her reaction because when you're afraid of her reaction, you come across, you know, and part of my language, you come across like a pussy. You really do. And it's like, it's like the, that's probably why she's falling out of sexual attraction for you because you stop standing up for yourself. You stop seeing your values. You stop feeling your value as a man and therefore you don't communicate from that place anymore. You're constantly tiptoeing. It's constantly about, oh, okay, I don't want to make you mad. Okay, I just want to make sure you're happy. She doesn't, women aren't sexually attracted to men like that who bend over backwards, you know, at the expense of their own happiness or their own needs being met. And like I said, this isn't about, all right, you have to get all your needs met and she has to do exactly what you said. No, this isn't about controlling your partner. This is about showcasing your value by communicating and initiating a conversation that communicates your direct needs and asking her what her thoughts are and what you can do about it as a team, as a couple. Where does she see this going? Can she understand what you're saying? Is there any way she can meet you somewhere in the middle? What would that look like? But there's too many of you guys who just get a no and then immediately shut down or immediately walk away or just say, all right, fine, roll your eyes and leave. Why are you leaving at that point? You can't leave at that point. You got to stand for yourself. And maybe that moment is not the best moment for a conversation. But if that moment is not best for a conversation, then you have to find out what moment is and get that answer from your partner. And this shows assertive communication. And there's a difference between assertiveness and aggressiveness. When you're assertive, you're showing a strict confidence in yourself. And you don't have to be an asshole to be assertive. You can be a great, loving partner and also communicate assertively. Because men who communicate assertively get their answers. Men who communicate passively because they're terrified of losing her and her walking away, they don't get answers. They don't get answers because they're not assertive in their communication, meaning they're not direct, they're not confident. They, they say things like, oh, okay, well, let me know when it's a good time. If she doesn't want to have this conversation, she's not going to let you know. <laughs> like, you know, that's never going to happen. She will never let you know if she's the one shutting down this conversation. So how can you change your wording to get the answers you need to get so that you are fighting for your needs? So that you're no longer settling for sex twice a year, if that's important to you. 
if that's important to you, you got to show it's important to you. You got to communicate like it's important to you. If you're not doing that, why is she, what's going to make her believe it's that important? She's not. If you're communicating all passively, like, oh, well, you know, well, let me know, you know, love you. You walk away with like your head down. She's going to be like, all right, whatever. Nothing happened there. Because nothing really did. You didn't get a message across. And you got to step into your power. You got to see yourself as a man who deserves to live a life he's happy with and have a partner who's at least willing to meet him halfway as a teammate. It's not always going to go your way. It's not always going to go her way, right? You may not be able to have sex as much as you would want. Maybe it's like every day or maybe it's three times a week and she's, she can get to the point of settling on once. But that's showing effort. You have to see effort, which means you have to put in effort in order to receive effort when you're trying to change a part of your relationship via communication. And this is not to say, and I hope you know this, this is not to say that it is the man's job to communicate, but if this were the flip side and the woman was dissatisfied with her sex life, then I would be telling her the same exact thing. Go in with initiating the conversation effectively, assertively, directly, confidently. Not passively, not sheepishly, not timidly, not fearless, not fearfully. <laughs> fearfully, yeah. Um, see the difference? It's, it's losing that fear of, oh my God, she's going to leave me if I say, if I say I want something. As long as you express your needs and you stay curious about her thoughts on it, she shouldn't leave you. And if she does, that is not a teammate partner. See your value. Understand that her having sex with you does not have to determine your sexual attraction as a whole. It doesn't. It doesn't at all. So... Don't get beat down on that to the point where she's in charge of you feeling like a sexual being or feeling sexually worthy. It's not up to her to determine that. It's up to you to determine that. And it's up to you to communicate like that or from that place. Okay, so I hope this helps any of you guys who are caught in this rut of walking on eggshells, bending around the bush when it comes to asking for your needs to be met, you know, constantly fearful, Get your value back. Understand why you're a valuable guy and why you would be a great partner for someone to be with. Come from that place. Feel it and then go communicate from that place and see what the difference is. Because remember, if you keep communicating the same way and you keep initiating the same way, you're going to get the same exact reaction you've been getting. Try something new. See what happens. All right, guys, hope this helped you. That is it for today. Don't forget to register for my Saturday sex tips because tomorrow there is a new tip going out as there is one every single weekend. So definitely check the link in the description to make sure you're signed up to receive my weekly Saturday sex tips and have an amazing morning, evening, or night wherever you are in the world. Talk to you soon. I hope this episode helped you. If it did, I would love for you to leave me an iTunes review. It would mean the world to me. 
You can also screenshot your favorite episodes and tag me on Instagram at Steph Ganowski. And before I go, remember, your sex life is as good as you make it out to be. Until next time.